Let's start here. Winners and losers in South Africa's retail industry in the current environment. Who are they? Yes, you know, I mean, it's been quite evident from the recent results announcements that we've seen in the retail sector, um, you know, who's been the winners and losers. Now, obviously, um, it's been a very, very tough economic time. And um, in that environment, you, you know, you wouldn't expect uh, retail to do very well. Obviously, food retail would hold up a lot better than uh, consumer, di- consumer discretionary retail. Um, but even within the food retail sector, you know, it's been exceptionally tough, Sakina. I mean, if you look at Woolworth's uh, results, which they reported just a couple of weeks back. Um, they reported their first half yearly decline in profits in something like nine and a half or ten years, Sakina. So that gives you an indication of just how tough it's been. Um, you know, so clearly, and, and, and what we've seen is that, uh, you know, ShopRite has actually been uh, the beneficiary of growing their market share. So they went from a 31% market share to a 34% market share um, in food retail. We saw them grow their top line by an excess of 18%. We saw them grow their earnings by 20%. Um, we saw the African business really starting to take off, um, you know, and, the, and, and they've done exceptionally well on the back of that. So, you know, it seems very clear that in the current environment, um, you know, uh, consumers are trading down Sakina, you know, going from shopping at Woolworths to shopping at ShopRite, um, you know, and ShopRite obviously had a lot of the operational capacity in place already with their big distribution centers. They, they uh, you know, leaders in the space in terms of getting goods onto the shelf as quickly and as cheaply as possible, um, you know, which ensures that they can, uh, you know, they have an edge on their competitors in terms of the price they can charge for the same margin or they can control their margin a lot more than what their competitors can. Um, and, and that's really what it's about in the current environment. It's about being as hard-nosed as possible, getting goods to the shelf as cheaply and as quickly as possible, and, uh, you know, gaining market share on the back of that. So ShopRite's a big winner, and, you know, the higher-end retailers like Woolies obviously uh, taking some pain in the current environment. If you look at what Pick and Pay is doing, Sakina, um, you know, they continue to languish somewhere in the middle. Um, you know, we saw them announcing a, a credit retail offering last week under which they're t- taking a se- severe hammer in for, um, you know, a lot of people concerned about extending credit to people to buy uh, food and groceries, because uh, if they need a credit to buy food and groceries, they probably shouldn't be getting that credit in the first place. Uh, Pick and pay arguing that, um, you know, that's not who they're targeting. They're targeting the middle income consumers um, who have, uh, who have uh, you know, credit from the banks and, uh, you know, they're saying that the credit from the banks are exceedingly expensive because of all the administration and hidden costs where they're saying that the credit they'll be extending for purchases in their stores, 55 days interest-free, and it won't have um, all those hidden charges, but just a monthly service charge of, of, of 10 rand a month. So, they say, so, you know, there's both sides to that argument, but also pick and pay, um, you know, really battling in terms of their strategy and which the target markets are they targeting. You know, are they going for the upper-end consumers? Are they going for the lower-end consumers? Um, they haven't managed to get their operational uh, the efficiencies in order like ShopRite have, and, you know, because of that, they continue to languish. Um, so, Sakina, some very clear winners and losers there. The, uh, you know, the businesses with the world-class management teams who have been investing in getting goods to uh, the shelf as, as, at the lowest possible price and gaining market share have been the clear winners. So it's kind of the case where, um, you know, and likely to be in this environment for some time where the strong get stronger and the weak continue to, to, to languish. Now, Dean, what is the prospect for global banks in an increasingly interest rate environment? 
Yeah, look, Sakina, I mean, we know that very low interest rates have obviously hampered these banks' margins for some time, you know, um, because the issue here is that if you have zero or negative interest rates, um, you know, banks can't make any money by extending credit to their, to their consumers, you know, and that's the one thing. The second thing is that obviously the deposits which they keep at the central bank um, earns very, very little interest or in some cases negative interest. So um, they hit with that double whammy. But what we've seen is that more recently, as the U.S. 10-year Treasury yield um, has picked up, we've seen that uh, you know banking shares have picked up as well. And that's really in anticipation that we're going to be seeing higher interest rates. And on the back of seeing higher interest rates, we're going to see these banking shares margins start to go up and uh, profitability there improve. We've certainly seen uh, over the last two quarters, particularly from the U.S. banks, uh, profitability improving quite drastically, driven by a combination of factors. Um, you know, one was their trading book, the other was just the credit extension and margins improving there because of higher interest rates. Um, and I think the market is going to hope that that's going to continue because we have seen uh, the banking shares on quite a strong run. Um, you know, so they now are starting to price in uh, this better earnings growth moving forward on the back of uh, improving margins. So we hope, Sakina, that that trend does continue in to the future and that uh, as we see an increase in interest rates from the Federal Reserve and that's filtering through into the rest of the world, um, these banks can leverage off that higher interest rate environment, get those margins up and improve their corporate profitability and the share prices continue to head in the right direction because they have um, already gone up quite a bit and now we need to continue to see the earnings growth come through um, in order to support that. Well, Nadir, we'll leave it there for today. Thank you so much, Nadir Token, Investment Analyst at 274 Investment Managers.